I'm Alex Clark, this is Poplitics. Thumbs up and subscribe. I don't wanna do a show today. I want to just talk stream of consciousness episode, so saddle up. Huge announcement and a little backstory. I can count all the times on one hand when I have really, really, really ruffled feathers since starting this show and then my podcast, The Spillover. One of the most polarizing things I've ever done was have Alex, AKA HRH collection on The Spillover in season one. In the year since that episode has come out, she's gotten married, she started IVF, and now there's rumors going around that she has a major secret that she hasn't announced to her subscribers yet. And it dawned on me that, you know, we were due for an update. And of course, I wanted people to hear her news first on my show. Usually we only have new episodes of The Spillover Drop on Fridays. But tonight, you will be surprised with a bonus spillover episode at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. I really cannot stress this enough. She is a different person. She's the same, but she's different. I think her priorities are shifting. I think you're really gonna enjoy this episode. And even if you were one of the people who didn't like her the first round, there's hardly any yelling. There's minimal swearing. I think people who have been fans of hers for a long time are gonna feel a complete shift when they hear this conversation. It will be the talk of the internet, so don't miss it. The Nike slogan doesn't say, just try it. Oh, okay, just try it. No, just do it, man. All right, life updates. I'm obsessed with Morgan Stewart. I mean, I always have been, but I'm even more obsessed with her right now. Also, the entire fashion media brand, I don't know what they are, but sheer lux. They're on Instagram and TikTok. It's just a bunch of women who like trend forecasts and show their outfits in an office in London. To be honest, I do not understand what the company is. I just know it's something having to do with fashion and every piece of content they put out is Great. I'm having a little bit of an identity crisis myself when it comes to my wardrobe. I sort of only wanna wear black, white, gray, or shades of brown or tan at the moment. I really don't know what's going on with me. I think it's the 30 thing, I really do. The other thing is, I have gained 10 pounds. Don't get me started on this. Half of you will be so pissed at me for saying that and half of you think it's interesting, but what's not interesting is that absolutely none of my pants fit. These are the only jeans that will button. I need to sell all of my jeans, hence why I've been kind of wearing leggings every day lately. I just do not have anything to wear and everybody's like, every girl says this to me, the closet full of stuff. I don't. I have t-shirts and then I have a few like cocktail dresses. That is it. You know, I found that comment to be very suspect. I have gotten rid of everything, nothing fits, or it's ugly, or most of the stuff I wear, I rent anyway. Like, this is an outfit I actually own. Like, if I were to wear the clothes that I actually own on the show, I would wear the same seven outfits because I really do not have anything. But I do want to know from you, do I look different? Be honest. Are you serious to me right now? Maybe I'm gonna read you my whole wardrobe to be only basics and wear a variation of the same outfit in the same colors every day on the show. Like, I might F around and find out. Remember Doug on Nickelodeon? His closet was just like the same outfit hung up 30 times. That is the ideal life. This is gonna be very verbal diary. <laughs> this is gonna be like a very verbal diarrhea type of episode. Sorry to the editor. Speaking of jeans, I just bought a big order of new jeans. I'm completely guessing on the size. So I was like, I hope this will fit me. If they don't fit, I'll be selling those too. Hopefully they're gonna fit. They're all Mousy Vintage, which is a brand I've never tried before, but heard great things about. Also very into the row lately as well. Again, with the I'm a 30 year old woman, single in a big city with disposable income vibes. So I'm gonna wear the same three colors. I am old. How old are you? 16. 
and my grandmother. I just want to be Mary-Kate and Ashley Olsen in the mid-2000s smoking and sulking around. <sighs> Another thing. I am very bored with 98% of political news and conversation right now. Like, I only want to talk about big food. I feel like I've joined a cult. My best friend Lauren is waiting with bated breath for me to be out of this phase because she does not care about it or for it. Also, speaking of Lauren, really sweet of those of you who found out that she just moved to South Dakota. She's in Sioux Falls. Shout out to the Sioux Falls girlies. I'm not funny. Me, Adam. The, the laugh, the laugh. Another thing, conservatives who pretend like they love middle America so much, here's the deal. I think the middle America people are so much smarter than people on the coast. A couple states are pretty, like Montana and Wyoming, I guess. Otherwise, it is so freaking boring. Nebraska, for example. There is nothing happening in that state except stakes and human trafficking. But also, no one knows where the Dakotas are, no one. The difference between them or anything about them besides that Christy Nome and Mount Rushmore are there. And even then, I don't know which of those belongs to which state. They're just two squares chilling in the hot tub, five feet apart cause they're not gay. Two bros chilling in the hot tub, five feet apart cause they're not gay. What I watched this weekend, now wait. The business of being born the Magic Pill, American Circumcision. I am seriously a ball of fun. Can you imagine, like this is what I need, this is what happens to me. You know why I'm single? Because I go on a hinge date and then the guy's like, what have you been watching lately? I'm like, American Circumcision. This is probably the worst date I've ever been on. Anyway, I tried to watch What the Health on Netflix and that was the biggest scam I've ever seen. Don't waste your time. Clearly had a left-wing agenda for us to eat bugs. Do not recommend that. Y'all make me sick. Big thing though, I wanted to discuss that I watched, The Business of Birth Control. Been on my radar for a while, $14.99 on Amazon Prime to rent, but look, it costs more than that to go to a movie, so I'll call it a win. I do think you should watch this documentary because there is so much they get right, and even things I didn't know. Number one, guess who founded the modern birth control movement, opened the first birth control clinic in the United States, and worked tirelessly to convince women across the country that it was safe and to start taking it? Margaret Effin Sanger! If that name sounds familiar, that's because she's also the woman who founded Planned Parenthood. So why did she support the idea of birth control? Is it because she cared so much about women and equality? No, uh, well, she was just a proud eugenicist, you know, a theory that undesirable populations, AKA black and brown people, poor people could just be reduced or eliminated by controlling their breeding. Yeah, the documentary talks about all of this. In fact, you know how the birth control pill was able to get approved in the US? Because they did human experiments on women, not white women though. Margaret Sanger had the experiments done in Puerto Rico. She actually partnered with Procter & Gamble heir and American eugenicist, Clarence Gamble, who also agreed. Hey, you know where we should go? Puerto Rico, that's the perfect place. Everyone's poor and brown and nobody cares about them. And as eugenicists, Sanger and Gamble wanted to wipe out the poor and make room for more fit people in society. So the women who took the birth control weren't given, by the way, any safety information about the side effects of what they'd be taking. They were just brainwashed into thinking, hey, we've got this pill, it's gonna be a great idea, you can control whenever you have children, you don't have a lot of money, this is gonna make your life easier. Sound familiar? <laughs> 
you tricked me. So in the middle of this experiment, the women start stepping forward and they're telling the scientists and the doctors running this experiment, hey, uh, we're experiencing terrible nausea. We're having crazy suicidal thoughts. I'm getting blood clots and worse. The doctors all marked down these women as unreliable, kicked them out of the study, and you know, really just set the standard for exactly how women are treated now. When we complain in 2023 about side effects on the pill, none of this, by the way, demonstrates true consent and true choice, which isn't that what the left and the feminist movement says that all women deserve? Most doctors do not tell us the truth about what can happen to us when we're on the pill. The women who died during the trial weren't even given autopsies, nope. Guess what they did next? Sanger and Gamble took that pill to insane asylums and had the mental hospitals test the pill on the women there without their consent. It makes me sick. It makes me, I just wanna start crying. It makes me so angry. Finally, in the late 50s, the birth control pill gets approved and it was marketed as a miracle pill for women that would make us equal to men. By 1970, women were starting to correlate. Whoa, man, I'm super depressed. I've got heart problems. I have no sex drive. I'm gaining all this weight. I've got blood clots and all of this other stuff on the pill. There were Senate hearings about this, by the way, all held by men who had never taken the birth control pill, of course, advocating, you know what, this pill is safe, it's effective, we need to keep this on the market. Now, this whole hearing was called the Nelson Pill Hearings. Several young women in the audience stood up and they challenged the senators. They were like, we are women, you are not listening to us. We are experiencing all these horrible side effects. No one is telling us this when we go to the doctor. They were removed from the hearing by security. The gaslighting that has been done on women for years about this pill, surrounding this pill, is truly astounding. And the irony is that we're told the birth control pill makes us equal, that it's groundbreaking for us, that it, it, that it will improve our lives. We're told all of this, despite the thousands of lawsuits with big birth control brands like NuvaRing, Yaz, Moderna, they have had thousands of women die after taking those pills, and they're all still on the market, by the way. The documentary breaks all of this down, but what is so frustrating, and the problem that I have with this documentary is that they still talk about abortion in a positive way, how that does make us equal and that we need abortion, even though they're talking about how we were lied to about birth control. It's like, how were you able to discover the truth about birth control and how women have been lied to in that regard? You know the history of Margaret Sanger and the reasons behind why she did what she did because she was a white supremacist, but you can't put two and two together and come to the same conclusion about abortion. That was very frustrating to me while watching. Also, simultaneously, I wanna add, they add in the beginning and the end like all this BS about pronouns and not all women who menstruate are women and like it's just sick. So it's like they're so close to getting it right and yet they get so much wrong. Anyways, I'm being told to wrap it up. I know this wasn't a normal episode, but I just had so much I wanted to say. It's nice to just talk sometimes. Speaking of talking, I'm so excited for tonight. A surprise bonus episode of The Spillover with Alex HRH Collection drops at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. Thumbs up this episode and subscribe to this channel. It's pop culture without the propaganda, Monday through Thursday. I'm Alex Clark, and this is Politics, and you better get your ass off hormonal birth control. Hopefully you found the conservatee scalding today. Don't forget if you want to get the full Poplitics experience to follow us on Instagram at Poplitics where you can see all the fun clips. You can find me on Instagram too at RealAlexClark. Love you, mean it. Bye.